Hey, welcome to the Living the Dream podcast. This is your host, Timmy Douglas, and the goal of this podcast is to create a community that inspires action, accountability, celebrates progress, and helps people make the right connections to take that next step towards their dreams and goals. If you're looking for any one-on-one coaching to pinpoint your purpose and start taking steps in that direction, make sure to contact me on my website, workwithtimmydouglas.com, or on social media. On that note, let's get into the show. All right, what's up, guys? Welcome back to the Living the Dream podcast. Today on the show, we have Avital Miller, Healing Breakthrough Facilitator and International Award-winning keynote speaker. How are you doing? Fabulous. How are you doing? Awesome. I'm doing great. Thanks for asking. And we like to jump right in. So if you could start with telling us a little bit about yourself and some of the things that you like to do for fun, that'd be great. Mm. Well, everything I do is for fun. Just just to note, I don't have a separation between work and not fun, especially because one of the key messages of what I've learned from my story is about focusing on your reason to live. Okay, and what is that story? And what does this reason to live focus have to do with anything? And a lot of times people ask me also, what is a former program manager from Microsoft doing being involved with healing? That's because I have my own personal story. Microsoft was a great company. I felt like it wasn't for me. And I went straight into yoga and fitness realm. I grew up as a gymnast and a dancer. So that was a natural fit. I quickly became a teacher trainer, a fitness director, teaching 25 to 30 classes all over town. I had the title of energizer buddy. You're asking me earlier what my title is. I could have also said energizer buddy. And then I started having issues with fatigue, with my hair falling out, my muscles turning to fat. I was getting weaker than my students and wondering if I was out of the job. You know, just as Timothy, like if you couldn't speak, you'd be wondering, can I keep doing this podcast that really touches and reaches so many people and inspires them? And I just saw a vision of myself helping tons of people In my futures, as I was getting sicker and sicker and the doctors weren't figuring out what was wrong, there was just a voice in my head that knew I had a future helping people. So I just knew that it wouldn't take over. And when I got a prognosis, I also knew I had to figure out how best to live with it, kind of like an arranged marriage. Because the doctors, you know, they say, okay, you have Hashimoto's and hypothyroidism and here's some medicine and that's it for life. common scenario. So I'm thinking, okay, here's my future husband for life. So let me figure out how best to live with him. But in the process of that, I start healing. And the doctors were saying it was like I was going from medication to meditation. And then I run into people with even bigger stories than mine. Now you can imagine like when you are buying a new car, all of a sudden you see it everywhere. So it's like that, like when you pay attention to something, you notice it more. And these people were told they're going to die in a few months or a few hours, but I met them years later. So I I wanted to capture those stories because when it's repeated, it's more believable and put it all together in a book. So that birthed my book, Healing Happens, Stories of Healing Against All Odds. And I took the book around the world But what I've also done is taken out the top four of what I call full-bodied success mastery strategies, because you may know how you approach success in one area. 
is how you can approach it in other areas of life. So I teach that to all different types of environments and types of people. And I've had training also in a lot of different areas of energy healing, of all the yoga and the meditation and neuro-linguistic programming. So there's quite a few tools that I can use, which sort of leads me into being called the healing breakthrough facilitator and helping people connect the dots to make their dreams a reality. Just what this podcast is about living your dreams. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Tell us more about those four and what it specifically did you call them? Full bodied success mastery. Full bodied success mastery. Can you take us into that a little bit and elaborate on it? Yes, yes. And I already told you one of them. I said reason to live. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> so what would doctors find? especially if you've read about Dr. Bernie Siegel, his terminal cancer patients who survived the prognosis were the ones who focused on what they love doing about life, about something to continue to live for. It doesn't matter the reason. You know, one of his stories is a landscaper, but it could be seeing your kids grow up, watching your kids walk down the aisle. One of my favorite stories is of somebody who wanted to finish watching a soap opera series. So we put too much judgment on our dreams, you know, our visions, what excites us and what we want to live for. So keep in mind that it can be anything. Now I like, because I'm a dancer also putting hands and, and motion with this. And so you put your hands on your heart and then you open your arms forward and out to the sides and you say reason to live because it's a vast, broad, open space that reason to live. It really, really could be anything. And then we're going to go into, so you've got this idea and then how many times you start telling people and you're excited and they start going, ah, that's going to be really hard. It's been tried before. It's not possible. You got to deal with these things. You don't really have the skills and the talent. And maybe that's your voice in your own head telling you those things. Number two is don't listen to everything. And you do this with attitude. You put one hand on your hip, you put one hand forward, you shake it, you shake your head. Don't listen to everything. One of the stories in my book is Maureen Bells. She was given six to eight weeks to live with a form of terminal cancer called non-Hodgkin's lymphoma. And just as the doctors predicted, there she was bedridden, couple months later, 85 pounds, hospice care, unable to get up, not hungry, morphine patches, oxygen tubes. Her son comes to visit to say his goodbye because they're expecting her to die any moment. He remembers the strong single mom who raised him, who knows about energy healing. So he asked her, why didn't you fight? Why didn't you fight? She's like, do I have a choice? And the word choice just rings in her head. She wakes up from that experience for the first time, not feeling pain in her body for a few months and feeling hungry. She had one more round of chemo scheduled. First, she thought she didn't need it because she really felt her body healing, but then she thought, okay, go ahead and do it. Research what's in the chemo drug. She didn't look into it before. The first one was made from her favorite plant, periwinkle. 
Now she's going into chemo with a different relationship with the drug. Previously, it would take nine to 10 hours for all the drugs to get into her body. This time it only took three. Previously, her urine would turn blood red. This time it stayed its normal color. The nurses called the doctor to ask if she was being given a placebo because her hair was growing back in, she was gaining weight and those things wouldn't normally happen in her condition. But the doctor said, no way. So there were two things, like one, she was told the six to eight weeks to live. And number two was what the side effects are from chemo. Over a decade later, I think we're about 15 years later, she's fully healthy. She went to visit me at my beach house in Oregon, took a walk on the beach. All of that was there for her. So you don't need to listen to everything. And this goes beyond this one story of health. Uh, I think about many stories in my life, but also I can tell you stories of people you've probably heard of, like Michael Jordan, like Oprah Winfrey, Steven Spielberg, Lady Gaga, Albert Einstein. All of them were told at some point they didn't have what it takes. Thank goodness they didn't listen. Oh, yeah. Choose what you're going to listen to. You could take into account all the warnings and figure out what you're going to do to work around them, but you don't have to stop because of them. I love that. Number three, do what you can do. And you just sort of roll your hands in front of your heart as you do the do what you can do. This is an energy healing technique. So it's moving that energy there. This is the chapter that's called, was it love or was it kale? And this doctor had lupus. Supposedly you don't heal from lupus. She falls in love very quickly with this gentleman who asked her to marry him quickly. And she tells him, you know, I have lupus. This means that I'm going to die young. My body's going to continue to deteriorate. You're going to have to take care of me. I can't have kids. He pauses for a moment, but then he says, you know what? A short life with you is better than none at all. She's like, oh my gosh, she's like, I'm getting married. She never imagined she would get married. She's like, well, if I'm getting married, I want to look great. And he happened to train people for quickly losing weight before their next MTV video. For those who remember what MTV is. So he puts her on her plan, but she was vegetarian, which actually meant that she ended up on a vegan diet, which I think she wasn't doing before. And a few months later, before the wedding, she does her routine testing. There's no more lupus. That was about 15 years ago, no lupus. Do what you can do. She wanted to look great for her wedding. She went on a diet. <laughs> Lastly, what, what I want you to notice is that all of these practitioners who I talk about, they share the gifts that they learned with others, right? I share the gifts that I learned with others through my experience. So there's a gift that can come out of the situation. These things don't happen because of some divine retribution from God, you know, some punishment of anything we've done wrong. There are times that somebody will simply change jobs, move to a new city, get out of a relationship, and all of a sudden they heal. So there's a gift that can happen. And we're going to feel better if we ask the question, what is the gift? 
versus always focusing on the pain and the trauma involved with disease. So those are your four full body success mastery reason to live. Don't listen to everything. Do what you can do. Ask, what is the gift? I love that. That's the, that's the like short summary. You can always dive in more with me and I've created processes for each of these. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I love that. And I'm sure people will be contacting you to dive in more because that's awesome. Um, <laughs> tell us, tell us a little bit about your dreams, goals, and vision for your life. Yeah, I will. And I think you had asked for like three, three top ones, like what's on your bucket list. And I have a new one, a new dream that, that has developed its, its own self. It's sort of just come out of things coming together and it really excites me. I'm putting together an event called Valentine's Soiree. It is a charity event. There is a dance party. There's dance and aerial burlesque performing. There's a date auction, which goes to the charity. There's a fashion show where the sponsors get outfits designed for them and then they walk the runway. And the sponsors are all shapes and sizes and ages because beauty is in all of us inside and out. It doesn't have to fit a certain vision of what beauty is to be beautiful. So there's a lot of messages coming into this event, but I've never seen so many people come together so quickly to put this together that we're doing multiple events, not just that one. And I am just getting as many people involved as possible to give lots of people opportunity for exposure and visibility and sharing their gifts. And I see this event continuing to grow, to be a few thousand, to be in LA, to be in Paris, to be in Italy, like all the fashion centers and transforming the fashion industry. So that is one of my visions right now. It is to bring personal development into the party and make a fantastic event where we can feel uplifted and have fun as who we are and supported by our community. Second goal, and we have to know about, about this is I'm always going to personal development trainings over and over again. So like, what are your goals? I'm like, to speak in front of a thousand people. And then you keep getting asked. You're like, I feel like I got to make it bigger. So make it 5,000. And then you make it 10,000. And then I'm talking to this trainer. He's like, oh yeah, I spoke in front of 10,000 the other day, 15,000 the other day. And I'm thinking, well, I don't feel like life is that worth living if I'm just repeating something that's been done before. So I made a bigger goal. I would like to speak in front of 100,000 or more people. Not virtual, all people in person. <laughs> Not just like I was at a football game and I'm guessing, you know, which ball is under the hat, but like I'm giving a motivational talk. Like somehow I have something interesting enough, you know, valuable enough for that many people to hear. I love it. That's number, number two. Number three, I would like a life partner. I would like a partner in crime who has the same ideals as me on purpose of help uplifting the world. I like to say that I, I'm sprinkling my magical fairy dust. Um, and so they hold some role to help support and facilitate that happening. You know, they don't have to do the same thing as me, um, but there's some sort of partnership within that. 
Um, and so that's the life partner, but I did, I just looked at my bucket list before this to kind of, cause we often talk about our dreams and visions of the big things. Uh, but what about also just like the little things or the unique things, you know, and, and I love taking photos, but I've always just done it with a point and shoot camera and my, now my phone. And so I thought, well, what if one day I get a fancy camera, take some photography courses and, um, you know, really go at it. Nature photography is one of my favorites. Sometimes different creative things, but a lot of times the nature photography. And then here's a couple of unique things. Um, because what I've also learned is that we have to make life go, always go above and beyond. Like it's, it's just to really, really feel alive. It's like, what's different? What's unique? What helps expand you and make you grow? So coming up with these creative or different things or things that seem impossible or crazy, that's what makes life amazing to me. So one of them I came up with is um, to zip line onto stage. <laughs> so across some big audience, there's going to be a zip line. And <laughs> 100,000 plus audience. It could be the 100,000 plus audience. Yeah. <laughs> it could be any, you know, any audience, but big enough where there's like enough of a zip line to zip line across the room onto stage. Um, <laughs> I kind of think of it as a Madonna moment because Madonna's one of the few singers that I followed growing up. Um, and I know my siblings caught me singing like a virgin in the playground and egged me on. They were older and they knew what I was doing. I didn't know what I was doing. So then they decided I liked Madonna and they gave me all the Madonna albums. So I've, I've been to a couple of her concerts and it's like one of them. And I know some people don't like this, but it, it, it makes a big statement. She came into stage on a giant cross she was on a cross so it's like oh, wow it's like just making a big impact like making a big bang like waking people up like exposing us to other opportunities and ideas you know and you don't have to like the idea of madonna coming in on the cross but the point is that it it created an impact whether or not you liked it it creates an impact um so that's what's fun another one i think i get this idea because of a little bit of the India influence because I love the Indian culture and I would love to ride an elephant into my wedding. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So what are those things that think like they're crazy? They're different. Like who would do that? But like what's unique? The little like things that each of you listening that you like doing, um, you know, if you love star Wars, you know, can, can you have a star Wars themed birthday or like do it, you know, or, or go out somewhere <laughs> all you have to do to be in star Wars. I just was just at Disney and universal studios, like just go there and do their experiences. It's amazing. Yeah. Um, but what are those things that you like and how do you make it more present in your life? I love that. I love that idea. I actually did a, the reason you're on the podcast right now actually is because I did an energy audit um, a couple Ooh. months back. And I was like, what are the things in my life that give me energy? And what are the things that drain energy and talking to mm -hmm. people about their dreams and goals and helping them do them? One of the few things in my life that gave me energy. And so I'm a big advocate of like, what seems interesting to you? What do you know you like? What do you know you're passionate about? Like put that in your life intentionally. Yes. Yes. Yeah. And I'll, I'll say this as an example, because a friend of mine was kind of watching me um, pass through opportunities with dating two different men. And she said, you know, with this man, 
your aura either stays the same or it contracts. With this man, your aura either stays the same or it expands. So really pay attention to what is showing up in your life and how you respond to it. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I love that. Well, if there are one or two people that you can meet right now, that would really help you take the next step towards your dreams. Now, this can be a type of person or a specific person. Mm -hmm. Do they have to be alive? Uh, ideally, because we actually <laughs> want to introduce you to them, but you can listen oh. to alive. Yeah. Okay. I'll, I'll do the live people then. I'll do two live people. And one of them I have already met and I've been in the presence of but I haven't had the opportunity to have longer conversation or have him as my mentor. And that probably costs a hundred thousand dollars or a million dollars. <laughs> I was just at the four day unleash the power within with Tony Robbins. Yep. And if I'm going to pick one person who has the sense of courage and expansion that I need in order to accomplish those goals, he is a phenomenal role model for that and just really, really believing in that potential and having the, it's the mindset. Yeah. I mean, the, the, the techniques of how to get there. I mean, maybe he has the ideas of how to do it. Maybe not, but if you have the mindset, if, like if there's a will, there's a way. So if, if, if you get the, how the, the, you know, who you are in you, you can find the hows. And I'll say the second person, and this is also a very new one. She spoke at Unleash the Power Within. And she has a similar mission as the fashion part of the Valentine's Soiree. Her name is Jamie Kern. I don't know how to pronounce her last name, if it's Lima or Lima. It's L-I-M-A. And I'm planning to look her up and write her a letter right after Thanksgiving. Like, I, I wish I could already do it, but I'm like, I know you're not going to get a good response during Thanksgiving. And, and she, so she spoke on stage. And first of all, she's, she went through a lot of hardships. She really had to believe in what she was doing. She got so many no's and it, she had to struggle, but she kept going. So first of all, just that sense of inspiration is really beautiful, but she is the first uh, female CEO of one of the L'Oreal lines, and she has been transforming the makeup industry, right? So I'm doing something with fashion. Of course, makeup is going to be involved in the event. And she started featuring people so who look like her, who look like average women, who look like real women. We're all beautiful. You know, we're not all the tall, slim, like, like certain facial size and hair and everything. Um, she's gorgeous. She's absolutely gorgeous. And she's not your standard body type. And that's what we're doing with the fashion industry as well with this event. And I feel like it would be amazing to have her as a guardian angel sponsor for this event. And that's one of the names of the sponsorship levels. Um, but it, because then we, then we can combine the concept of what she's already created into what's being created in this event. Uh, and there may be ways that we can partner going forward to spread this idea of allowing women to love their bodies as they are all different types of our bodies. So 
I feel like it would be really amazing to be able to connect more directly with her and see awesome. what we could create together. Mm-hmm. I love that. I love that. Just curious. <laughs> does Tony Robbins speak in front of a hundred thousand plus people? Like, is that how big his events are? I think so. <laughs> I might have a bigger goal than he's done yet. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you said, you know, you don't think so. Wow. Well, I'm trying- his, his event, the event I was at had 10,000 people. Gotcha. Um, and so I'm going to guess that his events, you know, they're going to have anywhere from 1,000 to 15,000, um, you know, for his personal events, but having a four day training for that, that many people to invest in is different than like giving, you know, a 30 to 60 minute talk for a hundred thousand people where they come together for an afternoon or an evening. Um, and I don't know if he's spoken to audiences. I mean, you have to think how many times do that many people actually get together? Like I looked up, like how many spaces are there in the world that can seat that many people? And there's a couple stadiums like football stadiums, there's a cricket stadium in Melbourne, Australia. Now, if, if you put some um, chairs in the field of a sports stadium, you're gonna, it's easier to get up to the, the 100,000 if they don't normally seat 100,000 for a game. Um, but there aren't that many times, you know, I don't know how many times in history that many people have come together even. That, that's why I like the goal, because it just, seems like it hasn't been done it's not that possible um but there has to be a reason for that many people to want to come together and get upliftment yeah yeah no that's awesome i i think we can get it done and i want to be there when you do it so. oh my gosh you're gonna be in the front row yeah. that? absolutely <laughs> i love it i love it well awesome what is the most important one or two things that everyday people can do to really help you accomplish your dreams and goals? Everyday people should follow me on social media. And I'm very easy to find. I'm on just about all the platforms. I invest the most time in Facebook, but I'm on all of them. And it's easy if you just look up my name, Avital Miller, Avital. It's spelled like A-Vital. It's just not pronounced that way. So it's A-V for victory, I-T for talented, A-L. And on Instagram, my Instagram name is avital.love. Everywhere else you could find Avital Miller. And then to share the memes that inspire you. Um, so just the ones that inspire you, but share that with other people. Because the, the bigger goal that I'm doing here is gifting people with energy, with insight, with wisdom, uh, with love, with joy. And that's the purpose of all of these memes that I've created. And of course, a lot of the memes refer to different events and experiences that I offer. So sharing the ones that inspire you, um, that will help that. And then I would say, come to them, <laughs> check out my podcast, check out my blog. So if you go to healinghappensforyou.com, F-O-R-Y-O-U, you'll see a bunch of those resources there. And I would recommend that everyone sign up for unlockunlimitedenergy.com. You're talking about the importance of energy and what really builds our energy. And that's a webinar that I'm offering you guys complimentary, where I get into the three top tips of understanding what energy is, how to feel more energetic, how to instantaneously shift your energy and use natural resources. Because how many times are we on the way somewhere it's, we're starting our energy starting to drain, but there's no coffee to grab. 
in that moment. (laughs) And the coffee is actually going to sustain us all day and not everyone responds well to coffee. So what can you do that doesn't have the side effects? And what is particular for what you personally need? But that's what we want to get into. Absolutely. I love that. Well, awesome. Now we're going to jump into our thriving three. And if you could, our first question is, not what's your favorite book, movie, or podcast. It's a different one this time. And it is, <laughs> what are, is the book or books that you've gifted the most? Yeah, I, I think that's a great question because it's so, I love so many things. It's hard for me to choose my favorite. And there's two books that I've gifted to people repeatedly. And one of them would be Autobiography of a Yogi by Paramahansa Yogananda. Uh, that is a book that, has turned millions of people, including myself, onto the path of yoga and meditation. What I like about that book is because to remember that I have an engineering degree from college. I have a bachelor's in science. I am a scientist. I do not believe in that woo-woo stuff. (laughs) (laughs) So when you read the book, I want you to read all the footnotes because the footnotes explain the science. And then you could start visualizing how this woo-woo stuff is scientific and it'll help you understand it. And after I, it made sense to me scientifically, it wasn't just this ethereal thing. I, I could really buy into it and dive into the yoga and meditation and receive all the many gifts from, you know, peace and confidence and contentment and energy that doing those things gives you. And you don't want to miss out on those gifts. And the way of the superior man, I've noticed that I've also gifted that to people a lot. Uh, this is by David Data. And he's, he's like probably one of the first or one of the more well-known spiritual relationship men who speaks to men. You know, he's expanded and he speaks to women now. So of course we want it and we want to know about the men. So we read his book about men, you know, for men. <laughs> That's the way of the superior man. Um, but when, when we look at, at when somebody is being in their masculine side, so women can be very masculine too. It's not actually tied to your sex, um, but often in relationships, people want polarity. So even if it's in same-sex relationships, they want polarity between what we've labeled masculine and feminine energies, right? Some people have relabeled that because it, it makes more sense for them. Um, so you can label it anything, uh, but it, it's kind of fun to have that balance of that play. Now, not every relationship is polarized. So some of them, it's totally fine not to be polarized, but for a lot of people, we want that sense of polarity. And what this book is doing is helping the masculine energy understand the feminine energy better, how to support the feminine energy better, and how to step more and more into the masculine energy, right? For those who really want to dive into being the masculine. And I really love his perspective about it. And it really resonates with me as a person. And I think, so when I have you know, men in my life who express curiosity and they're open to this, whether it's friends or dating, um, or they just start asking questions where I know this book answers it, then yeah, I've been gifting that book. Yeah, absolutely. That's awesome. I just want to take a quick second to shout out Tim Ferriss for that question. That is not my original question. It came from Tribe of Mentors, which is a fantastic book as well, which actually it's funny enough, it's 
much like your book, Avital, it ah. interviewed a bunch of people and just asked them questions. And it wasn't specifically mm-hmm. about experiences, but one of the questions was, what's a book that you've gifted? And Autobiography of a Yogi has come up probably like six, seven, eight <laughs> times. Like so many people gift that book. So yeah. Oh, that's so cool. That's where the question came from. And then other people have done it. And there, there's all these little secret things like um, <laughs> the famous people where you kind of find out that, you know, it's like, it's like when they die, you know, like autobiography Yogi was on their nightstand. Like it's the last book they read in their Kindle or yep. like um, you really, it, it, it's the secret thing, but I think people can be more open to to share that they're into that today so oh yeah no for sure well what is one way you like to take care of yourself one way that I like to take care of myself is it's like Kai I want to give you two answers go ahead Um, okay good so (laughs) (laughs) spending time with me is the first one and there's a variety of ways to do that but what I notice is a lot of the times I'm doing and I have a lot of goals and I'm running all these different groups and I have an active social life and I have an active dating life and I'm, you know, reading and learning and so, and even meditating can be like doing, um, for when you're in the parts of the meditation that are techniques. So it's the part of the meditation where you sit when you're done doing the techniques um, it, it could be just sitting in silence without doing anything, like doing restorative yoga while I'm laying, like laying in a bath with just me, um, watching a movie. You know, I love doing that with just me also. Um, I just have to be careful with that one being the primary one because I can be more in the story than with me. Um, but it's, it's, it's just being with me. And I've done things where I've, I've sat with my hands on my heart. I think I, I hit this moment in life where I was just, just realizing like all these outside things are really not going to satisfy, like even using meditation to create the satisfaction. Even when I was at the yoga community and I had three of, of my best girlfriends visiting from out of town, I'm always so excited to see them. And then we're having a ceremony that night, which is one of the ceremonies where I would have the deepest experience. And I couldn't go because I hadn't been with me enough. And I had to just sit on my bed in my room. I don't know why I couldn't be in my living room, but I was in my bed, um, my hands on my heart and just feeling and being in that moment. So I've seen the deep, deep value of being with our own self. You know, I talk about really making sure that life is amazing and you're doing the things that you love. Um, But when you're ready, make sure that you spend time with yourself. Um, it's hard for some people, like when you're depressed and when you have these aspects that you don't love on yourself, when you first do it, you might notice those things first. Um, and, and so it's good sometimes to get some sort of support from someone like me or another practitioner who can help clear away sort of some of those pains, and then it'll be easier to be with yourself. Um, Cause there's just, there's a lot of people say, I can't, you know, I can't do that. And I understand because if you're just feeling the pain inside of you, then it's not fun uh, to do that. Um, but if you can feel that pain and love yourself, all the more golden. I love it. So I was mentioning fun. Cause I said, I want to, I want to. 
Um, but it's, it's look for that things that really create the spark in you. And we talked about this already, like with my bucket list, like these creative things, um, at the creating fun, but like maximum fun. And I wait to see what I get excited about. And that's what I do. I don't just do things that just, you know, or just, just to do things yep. anymore. I'd rather yep. just sit with me <laughs> until I see go. the thing I'm excited about. And what is one action step that you can take right now to really take the next step towards your dreams? And let's say specifically getting in front of those 100,000 people. I'm well, I'm going to say it's telling everyone about the Valentine's soiree. Um, there, there are some things that you could say, like continuing applying for speaking engagements. I'm doing that already. Um, but it's because the concept of the Valentine's story is so intriguing to so many people, I'm more likely to get more known, um, by this new unique concept where I'm making an outstanding experience. And it's something where anyone can travel to come and, and do it. But because I want the event to grow to having a few thousand people, it does mean that I can tell everyone because if we really want the event to grow and gain that visibility, uh, we are making a book, possibly multiple books out of the event. So it, it's really going to create visibility, not just for me, but for other people. And I've created the very first information about the event on a website, which is at valentinesoiree.com. There we go. Yeah. Awesome. I love it. And I have one last question for you. Oh, surprise question. <laughs> <laughs> yes, a surprise question. Um, and it requires a little pretext. So you know how there are people in life that kind of have that fixed mindset, um, not willing to accept help, not willing to accept change. And sometimes they die like that. Like they never, nothing ever happens. And then sometimes they change into growth mindset, accepting change, accepting help. In your opinion, what is the catalyst that causes that change? I want to say this first. Um, I believe that everyone's coming in to experience something about life. And, and so this is where the catalyst comes into play because if somebody comes in and they want to experience, what is it like to be fixed? What is it like to always hold the same mentality? What is it like to hold a grudge all the time? What is it like to be angry all the time? All the time, um, they stay fixed, okay? And they're accomplishing what they meant to do here. That doesn't mean that everyone is who dies that way. Um, but potentially I would like to think that they never changed because they didn't have a different intention for life than that, or they didn't believe that it was possible. Sometimes it's just a matter of getting that belief, you know, some insight, enough love from somebody to believe in yourself and that you can be deserving of that. But for a lot of people, they're going to come in and they say, well, I, I want to know, like, like what, what is extreme love? Like, what does it really mean to, to receive tons of love? And often what they're going to do for quite some time is they're going to get the opposite of that. This isn't how 
everyone's path needs to be, but when we're talking about who's fixed and becomes unfixed. Um, and so they're like, they just, they can't receive, they don't feel they're deserving, whatever the reason is, you know, they're worried somebody else might be jealous if they get tons of love, you know, and I don't have a need, I'm strong, like I'm fine, whatever, right? And, and, and they do that enough till they've experienced that enough that they're done experiencing it. Like they get the point, like they really came here for the other thing anyways. So I've learned enough about not that so I can really appreciate and understand what is that. Uh, so the trigger for a lot of people is just truly being done with the not that, with what doesn't truly meet their goals. You know, even if you don't believe you're worth it, like you feel horrible enough that you just can't live that way and you have to look for a new direction. And then you slowly come into the belief in being deserving of that. Awesome. I love that. Mm -hmm. Appreciate it. Yeah. Well, is there anything else you want to chat about before we sign off? I would say that for people to sense when you're really being in alignment with who you want to be and who you're not, notice how you're breathing in that moment in connection with certain thoughts that you have. If your breath can be full and deep, probably doing pretty good. If it's something different, like quick, short, shallow, or hey, wait, 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 too long, then check in and say, well, if I have a different thought and then change the thought, try that thought. Well, does it change my breathing? Does it change how my body feels? Like, nope, not yet. Okay, let me try another thought. Because I actually believe that what is truth is what makes you feel peaceful and energized at the same time in your body. So if something makes you feel any other emotion, it's not true. We torture ourselves constantly with things that aren't true. You don't need to do that anymore. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I'm going to implement that myself. <laughs> well awesome Avital thank you so much for coming on the show and if you guys are listening to this and you loved what she had to say make sure to reach out to her on her website also make sure to check out the Valentine's Soiree yes. and go to that and spread the news about that make sure to buy her book and spread the news about that as well as we always <laughs> ask send this episode to one to two people you know need to hear this message Shoot us a five-star review on iTunes and we're out. Thank you, Timothy. Guys, thanks for listening. Make sure to reach out to our guests and help them accomplish their dreams and goals if you resonated with them. If you're looking for any intentional masterminds or one-on-one -on -one coaching to accomplish your dreams and goals, make sure to check out the website, workwithtimmydouglas.com and contact me either there or on social media. That's all I got. Have a blessed day.